Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the John's Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. You can bet we want your phone calls at 480-655-8870. Anytime something's wrong, you're driving down the road, you're going, oh, clunk, clunk, clunk. What is that clunk, clunk, Frank? Well, let me tell you something. You got that black electrical yes, tape. Yeah, it's yeah. sitting on that check engine light. <laughs> you know it's on. I've used dunk tape to put a bumper on before, by the way. This is your show, people. <laughs> this is your car talk. If you've got any woes on under the hood. This is your place. Call in 480-655-8870. We're here to help. You can call or you can text. You can text. Hey, yep. texting is your flavor of the day. You know, we're technically savvy here on Wrench Nation. I don't know how technically savvy I am, but I'll <laughs> I'll go ahead and accept that for now. Yeah, text us or call us at 480-655-8870. If we use your comment on the air or your question on the air, we'll get you some free tickets to the Pot of Gold Music Festival. Oh, yeah, that's all kinds of stuff yeah. going on. But How you doing, Frank? What's going well, on? Well, I'll tell you what, man. I, You know, I had a situation or two or three. I uh, went to Mexico, man. Oh, uh, really? I love Mexico. Let me put some clappity clap. Yeah, did you pick me up some uh, some medicine for my feet? Well, no, whoa, I know I should. You can, let me tell you, you can you pick up a lot of there. things. I get it from India. It's okay. You can, you can pick up a lot of things in Mexico. You sure can. And what was her name again? Oh. <laughs> I think I picked up some situations in Mexico. All right. Now, listen, my skin is pretty good. Yep. I try to take care of my skin. Okay. But once in a while, if you hug too many people in Mexico, because that's how I think I got a rash on my neck. Really? Oh. I don't know what happened right I, here. I got it from using that that stuff that that if you're bald and some sort of uh, shampoo and stuff, I got a rash. So I I, I, I tell my wife we've been back from Mexico yeah. uh, Monday or two whenever we came back. So yesterday evening, I come home and I got the rash on oh. my neck. And my wife, man, twenty eight years. What does my wife say? Does she say, "Hey, honey, can I get you some cream?" No, she says, "What massage parlor were you at?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, calm down. I think I got, I got." So that was Mexico. I love Mexico. Uh, big shout out to you guys uh, catching us on the podcast. Uh, you know, we appreciate you guys. I we're, haven't been to Mexico in so long, though. Oh, I mean, it's been twenty it's a, some years. I love Mexico. It's, uh, Rocky love Point Mexico. has changed big time. I love Mexico. Yeah. Mexico is no, the hasn't. place. No. <laughs> Of course, we well, there's got some nicer buildings than there used to be, Wally. Come on. Yeah, we got Wally Cahill. A little clap action for Mr. Wally Cahill. Hello, Wally. Call, uh, Wally, what's been shaking in your week? Man, I'll tell you, best hybrid I've never ever driven. You heard it first, right here, Ranch oh, Nation. All right, well, we're teasing you maniacs, you mechanical maniacs. You know we do the new car review every week. But so you have a hybrid this last week? Yes. Oh, okay. Right. He's excited hybrid. to hear about it. I don't think he's too happy about that No, hybrid. oh, no. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, Especially. He, oh, he is happy, see? Oh, he is happy. He's oh, got, yeah. He's got good news. Matter of so. fact, he's keeping it. All right, let's get it. <laughs> and we got a he's special guest. Uh, we got Mr. Chris Bowdrin <laughs> coming on shortly uh, from the car shop right here. Local Gilbert. Big round of applause for that. Yeah. Got a jam-packed show for you guys. And, uh, man, I think we need a drum roll for this show topic. Are you people ready? All right, this let me get the drum This is something that is going through your mind. You are a busy individual. You are a mom driving the kids to soccer practice you are a dad that works way too much and you just won't slow it down today's show topic is the quick lube shop that 15 minute oil change can you really do an oil change in 15 minutes can you successfully get the love the vehicular love by way of a 15-minute drive-through cheeseburger style oil change. I was going to say, did you see that robot yesterday on the news that's making the burgers? Can they have a robot <laughs> just doing the oil change now? Oh, what's this world coming to? I know. How am I? How's my kid going to get a job? <laughs> what kind of inch? What kind of inch? They we, don't need to. They can just play video games all day. Why do they need a job? How do you make money? Don't I, be ridiculous. You, you got rid of the elevator, man. Yes. You got rid of. Well, shoot. They're got rid of the to, video store. <laughs> they're trying to get rid of truck drivers Music now store. with autonomous. Man, I say save the cheeseburger peoples. Leave them alone. We need a human being to do the cheeseburgers. Can't mess around. But no, this topic is serious, people, because uh, it's hard. It's hard. A lot of you uh, listening say, well, Frank, we get it. You know, 15-minute all change probably not going to be successful. But man, my favorite garage or my favorite dealer, they're a week out. And I need it now. It's like a haircut. Some of those dealers got express lubes, though. They do. They do. But well, the that line idea, can back up, but. It can back up, yeah. but my thing is, does a 15-minute quick lube, can that handle your service? Are you getting the service? Okay. We're going to dive into the good, bad, and ugly, but first, man, we got some news to cover. We got all kinds of stuff cooking. Holy snipes. All right, this is the deal, people. You guys are driving. Uh, you love your car. Maybe you hate your car. Maybe you're driving... Because uh, somebody told you, maybe your spouse, your wife, your husband said, now we ain't getting a new car, so you need to continue driving that uh, 78. See, I want to hear from somebody. <laughs> I want to hear from somebody who has that passionate of a love affair with the car, because I know my uncle does. Uh, he does. But he's got like a 57 Chevy. All right. Yeah, I mean, that, so I wait, don't know. I, I, I don't have a passionate love affair with my 2015 Dodge Ram. I don't know anybody that would not have a love affair with a That's 57. True. Well, I'm going to pose this question to you guys, uh, if you can answer this question. This is part of what was released lately here on the news, the automotive news. By the way, we get all of our automotive news, well, most of it. Kudos to autonews.com if you want to read further. Uh, Toyota, Subaru, and what other brand lead the industry for trade in loyalty? Mm. You got Toyota, Subaru, and one more brand. I'll give you a hint. All right. Because we're easy, right? I'm going to guess that's the winner. Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, they're all winners. Okay. Toyota, Subaru, and this one more brand. other brand are most loyal, Ooh. according to a new study. I don't think the study's jaded either, Wally. This do we is... have people text in? Yeah, of course they can. 480-655-8870. What's the most loyal brand besides Toyota and Subaru? The third one in that group. Yeah, and I was going to give you a hint, but okay. I want you guys to work hard for this prize. Give us a hint anyway. Work hard. Edmunds, a small hint. Edmunds, uh, Edmunds, you know, the big Edmunds... Uh, Automotive analysts, you know, they're compiling this data. They said for more than 13.9 vehicle transactions between 07 and 17, a good 10-year span, 
They examined the percentages of vehicles traded in to purchase a new vehicle. Of course, lease returns, they did not, ex- they did not include that. And Toyota, Subaru, and this other uh-huh. um, were considered the most brand loyal. All right, if you get it right, we're going to give you tickets to either the Renaissance Festival or Pot of Gold Music Festival. Text now your answer. Which other brand is it? 480-655-8870. Text now. And this other piece of news, Wally, this kind of this kind of surprised me. Uh, there was some news out of Europe. You'd think in Europe, for sure India, they're not driving big, even V6s. They're bicycles. They're little carts. Yeah, Tata Motors is over there. Tata, but it's small. It's diesel. Okay. A lot of diesels in Europe. A lot of small stuff. And in the automotive industry, a lot of us wrenches, we thought, all right, well, we got to get back to our small diesel skills because that seems to be the future. But Toyota just announced they're going to drop the diesel car in Europe this year. Really? They're dropping it. Toyota will stop selling these diesel-powered passenger cars, and that struck me as a surprise because I I think it's safe to say, and you're going to catch up on this hybrid vehicle here in a little bit, but it's safe to say that there is a battle going on for economy. That's the diesels, hybrids, and the full-on electric. There's a battle going on there. And I would have thought that diesel would have been the strong champion. So um, we're going to have to have a talk with the Euro peoples about that. Why? Why did they do that? Obviously, it's all centered around sales, guys. You know what I mean? If they ain't selling stuff. Might have been tariffs, too, because you can't. You, 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 you know the Mercedes is still making the diesel, and they're in Germany. They are. Yeah. Well, Toyota has been moving to phase diesels out of Europe. For quite some time, it says here, for years while aggressively pushing its gas electric, kind of what you're going to talk about with this new car uh, preview. So pretty interesting with that, Toyota. I've got some text. You ready for some guesses? Well, I don't I don't know if they're going to get this right. You don't think I so? Don't, I don't know. Let's I see got Volkswagen smart. is one. Man, you'd think that would be a loyal yeah? brand. No, it's not I it. I love it. No, that's not on the list. Again, Are you ready people, for the other one? Let's do the other one. Ford. Oh, gosh. I love the Ford truck. Yeah, not sorry, Ford. Not wow. it. I'm sorry, guys. Mini Try. Cooper. Mini, Co- <laughs> Mini Cooper. Mini oh, Cooper. I don't know. Somebody, Smart car. I don't know. But again, uh, if you guys can guess that third, we said it was Toyota, Subaru, and blank, most loyal. People how, love, how long has the Mini Cooper been around, by the way? I don't know. Too since, long? Since the 50s. Since the 50s, really? I yes. just know. Wow. I know when they come in the garage. But those people are loyal. Those <laughs> you people wanna, are loyal. You want to send it back to the 50s when it comes in the garage. No, I love working on the Mini Coopers, but I will tell you, they can get spending, guys. <laughs> All right, keep it coming. Subaru, Toyota, what's the other brand that people are most loyal to? We got to take a quick break, Frank. Yeah, we do, but listen up, man. We're talking about these oil changes yep. and, you know, these 15-minute lubes. I talked to Bree, our producer, and Bree says she's running four or 500 miles overdue on her oil chain. That's okay. That's not that big a deal. Are you? Stay tuned. We talk 15-minute quick lose next. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, we are here, Wrench Nation, on 88.7 The Pulse. Of course, the podcast up every Sunday, everywhere you can find podcasts. That's right. And you guys call in if you got any car questions. Remember, yeah. that's a priority. We always told you that. We'll, we'll stop. We'll stop the world and melt with your call questions. That's right. We want to help you questions. out. Maybe save you yes. some money. Maybe you got a second opinion. You got an estimate that's just making you lose some sleep. That's can be rough. Or maybe estimates. you just thought maybe you could do something yourself on YouTube, and you want our advice to see if you can. Oh gosh! Sometimes mechanic. That's not a great idea. <laughs> that's like mechanic in a bottle. Man, yeah. I don't know if that exists, but Top I'm not knocking. Engine, I saw it on yeah. the YouTube. So welcome back, guys. We're talking about the 15-minute. Uh, 
oil change. We got a lot of mechanics listening. Probably gonna we're probably gonna get some people upset. But before we do that, we better do our <laughs> shout outs. Oh yeah, shout outs. All right, we got a big shout out to uh Hell, Hell up in uh, Prescott. Her name is Hell. She's actually been on the show. H E L. We met her, yep. She's a female uh, garage owner awesome. in Prescott. Migas High School is doing a uh, fundraiser March 24th. It's a car show. Uh, we're actually going to get that out again uh, over the next few shows. we got a little time. So all you Prescott peeps, uh, check out Mingus High School, their automotive program up there. They've got an amazing program. So, yeah, I love the, the yeah. different dealerships that reach out. Not dealerships, but car, yeah. car places that reach out and work with the schools. It's so important to get yeah. these young wrenches involved. It is. It is important. And uh, we are just grateful for you guys. A lot of you reached out on the podcast, you know, and... And we got people from all over, so you guys rock. Always remember to call in with your questions. I got a couple more guesses on your question about the most loyal. You said it was Toyota Subaru. Here's your other guess. Ready? Mercedes? Man, I no, that's no. not it. Yeah, guys. Come on, you can Nissan? No. Gosh. Honda? Whoa, daddy, that's the big daddy right there. Is it Honda? Oh, wait, the wrong one. Yeah, Honda's wrong. the right one? <laughs> Honda. All right, Chris gets the win and Chris wins it. Chris. Yep. All right. Chris, well, Chris Kinyon, got it right. Yeah. I got to say, though, Mercedes, Volkswagen, all those brands, uh, I don't know. I, my feeling is you're as loyal as you're going to be for your particular. I mean, right, while we kind of talked about it on the break. Absolutely. I mean, if you love that Mini Cooper, oh, that's your, that, you're loyal to that. Okay, now, I, did, <laughs> I just watched and, you do. and helped. Hang on. Wally did some analyzations. Go that's, ahead. That's right. <laughs> I watched and helped a full-on Mini Cooper fanatic. All right. Buy a new Mercedes. Oh, that must, well, kind of the same language-ish, maybe. No, 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 night and day. Tell us about, Um, how was that? Well, yeah, you know, it was kind of of like going to the dentist, kind of like getting a tooth pulled. All right. Um, That's a big transition, though. Mini to a Mercedes. Yes, yes. Small Mercedes. All right. You know, but like an E class or C class? um, One of the little SUVs. All right. You know, so. Well, I think you got some skills that he's the, uh. New car buyer vehicle, Halissa Whisperer. He can get it done. <laughs> All right. And so, guys, before we dive into this topic, I'm actually going to bring in it because I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you listening because I got one of these rock star mechanics in this, this studio right now. And, you know, we have to design the show and we say, oh, we're going to bring him in later. But, man, if, you, if my guests show up early, we're just going to bring him on the mic. We got Mr. Chris Baldrin. Of the car shop in house out of Gilbert. Rock on, brother. Thanks for showing up and hanging out with us. Hey, thanks for having me. I've been yeah. wanting to get on for a while, Frank. We've yeah, and busy. I hear uh, your wife texted me a little bit ago and said, You got people from New York listening, so we got to make sure we do a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> New York. How are you? Chris, you have the car shop, K A R, award winning, highly rated. Um, before we dive into this, you know, this 15 quick. 15-minute quick lube, can we really, as mechanics, can we serve people properly by doing a 15-minute oil change? I want to talk about you because I've known you for years, and you are a dynamic individual. A lot of youngsters listening, up-and-coming wrenches, even a few listening that say, hey, I want to open up a garage someday. What pushed you? What made you want to get into business and open a garage? Well, I was an ASE master technician, and uh, I worked the front counter, I worked the back shop, I ran a shop, and uh, I just want to help serve my community. I have a shop that I live one mile from, and I really like what I do. I've been working on in the automotive industry for 30 years now, yeah. and uh, I just want to share what I can do with other people, Right. and uh, that's what keeps my machine going. I, I, I still have a passion and a drive 
to get people back on the road and and help them through the process. It's it's often painful when people go get car repair. It is. You don't know yeah. if someone's telling you the truth, if, if they're not. So it becomes something of finding someone you can trust that works on your cars. It becomes the biggest value that you build with people. Yeah. You know, that's what I, I, I got to tell you guys listening. Maybe you're catching it replay on the podcast. I think what makes, I don't know, it's not because we do the show, but I think what makes this platform cool is that we don't, I don't get a lot of big investors as guests on this show. Like big money, I bought a hundred garages. Like I don't get Carl Icahn is not on the show. I'm sorry, Carl, if you're listening. You know he had the merger. And well, Earl Shy, can we have Earl Shy on? No, I don't think he's oh, around. He'll pay any car. Ninety nine, ninety five. Truly admire, and I'm just grateful for this. Is I get guys like Chris Bowdrin. He said a mouthful right there, and and let me tell you something. It ain't easy, Chris. We're gonna get to that, but we want to get into this. What is a $7 billion business that employs over 30,000 people, and that's these quick lube places. Now, we're not knocking them. This shows we don't want to knock anybody. The question is, can your service, in, in terms of an oil change, be risky or not with a 15-minute oil change? Chris, you've been doing this for a while. You do a 15-minute? Um, yeah, we try to. Oh, uh, right, so you're cars. trying to be yeah. I've got I've got two guys. I've got a pit in my shop. Um, okay, it's not a pull in. Everything is scheduled. We're usually three to four days out. That's it. I, is try, it really? to, I try to a lot of half an hour to forty five minutes. Yeah, is it really fifteen minutes or is it more like thirty to forty five? Um, a lot of times we get it in and out in fifteen minutes. Wow. Um, well, let's... And, and oil change is like a snack. You know, you're you're not sitting down to a big four course meal. Sure. You just need and. Throughout the year, you, the average consumer is going to use three to four oil changes. Yep. If two of those are, are a quick snack oil change, and then at least one of those in the year, they slow the process down so their car can be fully evaluated, fully looked at. Is if, it easier to do that with a newer car than an older one, obviously, because you um, know, is there more I, things you have to check out? Actually, no. The newer cars have a lot of panels that are oh. covering up things. Well, they and, don't want – they're trying to – if you're doing it yourself, they're, they're trying to keep you out of that one there. They want, they're, in my opinion. Right, I mean, and, it's, and they want to beautificate it. They want everything I to mean, look the, pretty under the hood. The Europeans have been doing that for a while. I mean, to do an oil change on a Volkswagen Jetta, there's covers. and Not impossible. Uh, and there's reasons for that. But when you do the oil change, are you doing just that? Or do you check certain other things? Oh, We always test the battery. We're in okay. Arizona. We have an extremely high failure rate of batteries. Okay, we yep. check the air in the tires. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to look at all the fluids. Now, there's certain fluids that... We want to top off. There's yep. other fluids that we, we right. don't want to. We got to right. stop right there. You said something, top off fluids. And I want you to know, if you're listening, um, if your fluid is low, other than washer fluid, we got to address that. If your fluid is low, doesn't that mean there's a problem? There is a problem. There is a problem. So what I have in my garage, and if you're listening, change the way, because you may be masking something. Technically, we're topping off tire pressure. We're topping off washer fluid. You know, tire pressure can fluctuate temperatures as long as you don't have a large leak. Washer fluid, you use it. It's a consumable. But if you're topping off brake fluid that's low, you get that in the garage and people say, ah, oh, just top it off. Right. Brake fluid is a problem. There's a sensor in the brake fluid reservoir that when, that when that sensor gets to the minimum, it's because you need brakes. So if someone is constantly adding brake fluid to a car. You're masking a problem. You're, you're, oh. you're, you're not going to find out until it's too late and you've caused damage. You've gone metal to metal with your brakes. I'm going to slap myself on the hand, Frank. Well, I bring this up because a lot of you have experienced this. In the old and, days, I did it. And some of you may just say, well, God, Frank, that's a hard 
I, I don't know if I buy that because every every time I go in, they, they checked it off, topped off all fluids. So it's it's a hard thing to sort of buy. I get you listening. You may not agree with this, but think about it, people. Washer fluid and tire pressure. Those are the things that should, that, I mean, that's reasonable top off. Our transmission fluid, if it's low and you top that off, boy, that could be a nightmare. Correct. Correct, yeah. That's not a consumable. And and most modern vehicles, everything built post-2007, you can't even check transmission. No dipstick. See that? All you do, it's your suffrage. You can't even check it. You got to have a special, you have to have special equipment. Correct. I know we bought, uh, probably about six, seven years ago, we bought, Snap-on has, you know, a special transmission fluid exchanger flusher. Fluid, fluid injector. Injector. Yeah, they're changing the names on us so they can charge us more. That's what they're doing. But- we had to get this machine because you can't, you know, you can't. There's no dipstick for us dipsticks to check it. <laughs> what right. happened? And, mo- and most of the reason manufacturers did away with that is people putting the incorrect fluid in. Yeah, they were they were hurt they were hurting themselves. All right, so your take is that that you you can, uh, fifteen minutes could could work out. You said something powerful. You said appointment. Correct. Like if I'm driving Saturday, drop off dry cleaning. I'm going to get a haircut and I'm going to go in on the spot. And go right through the drive-through, get it done. Is there a risk that it may be done wrong? Well, there's, or... a hu- there's a huge risk at that point in time. All right. And much like any other industry that that is busy, is if you find a slow place that is that can get you in right right now. Oh there's, snap! There's, there's probably a problem with. That. Oh, that's a common sense gauge. You don't want to eat at an empty <laughs> restaurant. I went to the dentist, and all the chairs were empty, <laughs> and the dentist was playing cards <laughs> on the surgery table. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's using a good... teeth as chips. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point, and I I gotta tell you guys, um, you know, we've been doing this for a while, and I can say maybe, look, let's face it, cars. Look, you guys driving cars, eleven, twelve years old, that's a healthy deal for for us in the industry, because you got to take care of them. I remember a time when, oh uh, four, oh five, every the economy was just like. Like you could finance a Boom house, sure, yeah. You could have worked at Jack in the Box, and they would have sold you a house for five hundred thousand. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> no income qualification. It was easy peasy, and we had folks coming in the garage, and there were minor services, maybe a ninety thousand uh, over time, maybe over six months, they'd have a thousand dollars, twelve hundred, whatever, in piecework. And a lot of these people were like, "Nope, I'm trading it in." I said, "Wait a minute, you just broke it in." But that was the time and era during that economy. Now. Folks, I want to keep, they want to be smart. I mean, it's an eight-year loan on a car payment. You guys know that. Eight years? Yeah, it's an eight-year option. Here's Mine's there, a Wally. five. Eight let's, years, wow. Wally, this five is, used to be the standard. Five used to be. Well, some of the houses are, some of the houses, so the cars are so expensive, you might need eight years to get well, your payments you, affordable. <laughs> well, that's what you just said. <laughs> yeah. You, you thought houses, because it's, it's almost like a mortgage. Exactly. All right, so there's your quick loop. Imagine Remember, the 30-year loan on your car. Take your car, take, <laughs> take your car care in control. This show is about empowering your car care, saving some money, a little common sense. Do not accept topped off all fluids. You want to dive in there and find out if you had a fluid low, there may be a problem. So stay tuned. We got some more of this uh, 15-minute quick all change. Good, bad, ugly, maybe. This is Wrench Nation. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. Abraham says his Chevy Traverse was $40,000. His father-in-law house cash in Phoenix for forty six. <laughs> I'm telling you, that ain't no joke. Boy. This is stuff. I mean, look, the, the model's now coming up. It's fair to say you're going to get more life, but um, welcome back, guys. We've got uh, Chris Bowdrin, the rock star, 
master mechanic out of the car shop Gilbert. If you're in Gilbert, uh, Chris, give us an address real quick before we dive back. Yeah, I've into seen the, the car shop. I've driven by. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the southeast corner of Warner and Cooper. Yep. Seven thirty-five West Warner. Car yeah. shop with a K. K A R. Because I'm yep. Chris with a K. So why not? You just so special. I live two miles <laughs> from there. That's it. Of course, we got Wally Cahill. We're going to do the new car review next segment, but we want to dive in. I thought it would be fitting. Because some of you have experienced this. I know you have, and it just got you upset. Um, That is the specific areas of pain when perhaps you didn't have a relationship with uh, your car service, whether it be the dealer or, you know, a great garage like the car shop there in Gilbert. And these areas of pain are going to be high risk if you go too fast. In other words, you show up, you got a haircut, you pick up dry cleaning, and then boom, drive through. 15 minutes, no appointment, got the oil change. We got to address the drain plug drama. How many of you guys out there, in fact, text us, yes or no? You can put a Y or an N. What's the how question? Many, the question is, how many went in to get an oil change and developed an oil leak afterwards? Oh, 480-655-8870. Did it happen? 480-655-8870. Text. Just a couple of yeses, noes. I want to kind of gauge. I think a lot of you have experienced that. Now, I'm not saying a garage may not have a bad day. These things can happen, and good guys and gals will cover it. But the risk is higher if you're going too fast. Chris, tell us about the drain plug. It, it, this is a big dilemma for a lot of people sometimes. Right, it just seems like a simple bolt. What, what, what can go wrong? Right. But the fact that that one little bolt is taken out and put in your car so many times, yeah. and every time it's, it's tightened down, it starts to pull the threads a little bit more and a little bit more, and eventually... Yeah. The plug needs to be replaced. If the plug is not replaced, then it ends up damaging the pan, which could be a very costly repair. I've seen that, and it's frustrating. I'll be honest with you. I, that's a hard, for, hard one for us where, you know, if I've got an oil pan that is an hour, hour and a half, and I'm in that situation, somebody new in our garage, and it, it's hard to tell somebody because they, they almost, you don't want to feel like you're trying to upsell. Everybody's all there trying to sell me stuff. Right. I've been known to eat it. Right. As long as it doesn't need, like, if I can repair the pan. And you put a Healy coil if in. If the pan is a $30 steel pan, some of those aluminum pans could be expensive. Because my thought is this. I'm on the side with my people, especially when I knew people coming in. I'm feeling like, oh, gosh, I sound just like those other guys. Or, you know, oh, I, you need more stuff. <laughs> right, you know, and, and that's, there again, back to the oil change. When I have a new, new customer first time in, yeah. we're going to do an oil change. We're going to check over everything unless something is is dramatically bad yeah i don't want to do anything else on the car i want to i want to if we see something that's problematic we want to schedule get them back in slow the process down but absolutely you're coming in to meet me we're our first interactions our first couple is you know if an air filter is dirty and it's plugged needs an air filter or if, if there's it, safety yeah safety yeah. is obviously the priority but, but all that teeth cleaning filter, maintenance get them on a program right, that can wait you know and, and yeah. that way we, we have it set up the next time they come in where we can have the filters available people we're, are we're in not control. taking an hour or two hours of your time why wouldn't we want people in control of their wallet you know, it's bad enough we have those issues where someone comes in, uh, my brakes don't feel good, and it's a complete like grindage. It's rotors, it's calipers, it's pads, and you've got a million times. And Sorry. you got to, you Pass know, here point. we are. That's a heavy-handed call. And don't you think for a minute, if you're listening, the good guys and gals, listen. We got heart, we got soul, we got spirit. We love what we do. We hate making those phone calls. Yeah. Now I get it. We got to be profitable, but we like our good. We had a we had an alternator on a uh, Challenger come in. Now, that can be an expensive alternator. Yes, sir. Well, well, guess what? It was a recall. Covered under warranty. Oh, yay! They're they're lighting on fire. And it was cool. (laughs) Yay, free recall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it was cool 
to see the garage, like you can feel the energy from the low guy on the lube line yeah. to the master guy. We, we kind of felt good. We like that's a win for. We can, we can give somebody good news. That's good news. Unfortunately, so. in, in this industry, our, our jobs all day long is to give people bad news, tell them I problems. Well, you're listening. You know, third segment is when we preach. <laughs> so, uh, but we mean well with you guys. And of course, you can call in if you got any questions, uh, car care questions, or perhaps anything to, related to topic or not. Uh, 480 655 8870. Right now, we're talking about the areas of pain, uh, the risk. When things go too fast and you don't slow it down, we talked about the drain plug drama. Most garages will have at their ready uh, an assortment of drain professional drain plug repair kits. And drain plug gaskets. The gaskets, gasket, we replace the yeah. gasket on every oil change we And I do. was going to ask you, is and, that a good recommendation? And without a, for, without yeah. a doubt. You, yeah. Even if it looks good, next time you tighten it up, and even putting a new one on sometimes. They're yeah. little tiny pieces of copper or aluminum with rubber inserts. Yeah. And we've had them leak after an oil change happens. It's, yeah. You know, you it can f- happen. Yeah. This isn't about perfection. Um, if you guys go, you know, you go into a garage, uh, I always tell you, don't be writing a journal on Yelp, man. Slow it down. Uh, somebody may have made a mistake. Uh, go back and say, hey, I've got this new situation. So let's move on. The second area of drama, and I know you listening have experienced this, and it's going to be anguished. Because you may have a symptom after this. You went in. Car was perfect. You just went in for a routine all change. And you leave. And the check engine light came on. Ha! And then you got to go back. And maybe the check engine Maybe your wife. Maybe your wife who drives downtown somewhere. 20 miles from that all change place. She calls up you, husband at work. Honey, you, what'd you do to my car? <laughs> well, I didn't do anything. I took it into the, the lube joint. The check engine light comes on. Chris, they're checking that air filter. If they're going too fast, what can happen? I mean, that whole... Oh, Toyota's, Toyota's are notorious. There's vacuum lines that go to the air box. Yeah. If you're not paying attention, you're moving too fast, it's so easy to knock one of those off. Right. And within 10 miles, it'll turn a check engine light on. It won't turn on immediately when we start the car in the shop, which which obviously would throw a red flag instantly. Yeah. But driving yeah. down the road, it comes on, and it could be as simple as that. Also, everybody... It, in fact, I've had where customers call me two, three days later, a week later with the check engine light on, and it's something that's not related. Absolutely, guys. Don't get filled up. Don't, don't be going to your garage and saying, hey, I heard it on Wrench Nation. It's all you. Just understand. Be fair. Good guys and gals out there, both at the dealership level and absolutely your independence, they're going to be fair. They want to see you again in a relationship form, right? They, that means they don't want to play funny business just to pay somebody's mortgage on one visit. So... That can happen if, you know, and it can happen if you take your time. Sometimes a guy or gal has a bad day in that, that pit. A mechanic uh, may forget something, uh, but that is a common thing. And or they're, you know, they're rubber hoses. We are in Arizona. You can push break. it back on. It yeah. can split just a little bit, and yeah. you're not going to see it instantly. Yeah. Mass airflow sensor is another one. I've seen those not fully disconnected because a lot of times the car is just not going to run. That's a major. Right, it's not plugged in all the measuring way. Measuring that air density, that's a vital vital source for air fuel mixture uh, response and input. But um, just know that air box, that area, if you are that person that, hey, I don't know anything about my car. They just did an oil change. There's a likelihood that there, it could be connected. But as you said, Chris, absolutely, you know, you could have an O2. And that's a big question. A lot of people are saying, wow, that's way too coincidental. <laughs> My 130,000-mile vehicle was always right, never had a check engine light on, you know. So that's tough for mechanics and advisors because, boy, that's a, we're in a position. It is. It's hard to explain. And much it like is. everything else, in your car is like a 1,000 different light bulbs. And 
if one light bulb goes out and you change it and another one goes out in a short period of time, it's sometimes it's just the way the way it rolls out. It is. And you'll try to be fair. Everyone wants to be fair. Again, we're, you know, all the good guys, gals looking for long term relationship. This brings me to another point, though, what I've seen and I've experienced it firsthand. Um, you know, when I wasn't that dialed in with doing a vehicle inspection. Right. I mean, yeah, we would check brakes and, you know, fluids and stuff. But I didn't really do a real thorough inspection. That's the truth of it. Up until maybe seven, eight years ago, we got digital. We started doing digital inspections. Part of that is to identify things that folks may not know. Correct. And there's a lot of things due just prior by mileage to service. on a vehicle. Yeah. Prior to service, we noticed the gas door doesn't close or gas cap missing. Maybe for some goofy reason, the check engine light didn't come on. And that's to cover the relationship. I think that's fair. It is. It's very fair. Yeah. And, you know, I run two different inspection processes. You know, there's one just for the lube rack, which is a small, short, and condensed inspection we do on vehicles. Right. And then when it's coming in for anything outside of an oil change, it's a much th- more thorough inspection. That, that makes sense. It's like a yearly visit. There's a certain, like to the doctor, there's a certain type of inspection there. And then there's that deep inspection. You know, Correct. Perhaps yeah. yeah, you go in with a sore throat to the doctor, they're going to look yeah. at that, and they're going to put you, get, get you right out. But if you go in for a yearly physical, they're going to look at everything. And it, it's kind of the same way right. with a car. I got about 100 years. Well, Steve's in the house. We got 102 years of experience in here. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, I got two. And the fact is, uh, maybe, I, you know, I try not to ask too many questions, maybe, but I want to ask you listening. I want to see how smart you guys are. You've been listening to it for a while. What does the W mean? 50. So we go to 20 W, 50. What does that W mean? Are we waiting for call-ins on this? (laughs) No. No. Well, we want to give you guys listening because you're part of the show. Well, heck, what do do the numbers mean at that point? I know. We don't want hours. I know that W means wait. Ah. I I don't know what else anything else means. Wait, wait. Is that your final answer? Yes. It doesn't? Oh. It's a big misnomer, and that's why I'm asking you guys. I need your help. I want to see how smart you are. What does the W stand for? Anybody know? You can text us or call 480-655-8870. We'll answer that question. We still got a couple minutes in this break. Yeah. But we'll answer that question when we come back. When we come back, we just know about it. We want to know what you think. I got prizes, 480-655-8870. Speaking of which, uh, there's a big thing now. A lot of folks, uh, some are confused about how often. Do I get my oil change? You know, we've had a couple shows in the past talking about that. Um, that is huge. Most cars come with a maintenance reminder set for a standard driving style. It's a it's a mileage counter essentially. It is. But when you look at the maintenance schedule that's in an owner's manual, there's there's two schedules: an extreme service and a standard. And research has shown that approximately seventy percent of cars driven throughout this country fall in that extreme. Severe duty. Severe duty. That means... You're, you're driving in traffic. You're stop and go. Stop and go. Standard duty is just cruising at the highway at 65 miles an hour for an extended period of time. And I don't know many people in this city that have that <laughs> privilege on their I, commute back and forth to work. I'm telling you, uh, most of you listening who are here in the desert, the Phoenix metropolitan area, everything about our life in about a month and a half is all to do with severe duty. The heat is coming. But, yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean... Um, if you're an athlete, you're going to have your bones checked a certain way, muscles checked a certain way. It changes the game. Depending on how you drive your vehicle, that's a game changer. Now, let me ask you, because some folks thinking, well, Frank, I don't drive my car often. 
I have a lot of folks coming in from Canada during the summer. Uh, excuse me, winter, snowbirds. We love them. How do you, what's the Canadian dollar? You guys know? How much money it's worth? No, like what? Oh, what, the Canadian dollar. Yeah, they call they, it the dollar. No, they call it something else. The dollar. That's no. what they call it. I, I live 60 no. miles from Canada. The loony. <laughs> I've never heard that. They just call you that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's the loony. I've never heard of that. My Canadian people on the podcast, they're going to give a hard time. <laughs> but my point is uh, they come out, and it's cool, and they should. They're retired people, man. They shouldn't be. They don't want to mess around with mechanics. <laughs> no, you got spring training going on. Yeah, they're coming out here to enjoy, and they've lived the life, and now they're just, they just want to slap around a mechanic. I don't want to. But I often get, hey, Frank, I, I, I only drive this car three months out of the year. So how often do I change my oil? Once a year. Once a year. But you know what I say? We need to inspect it. Can things happen when the car sits? That's sure. a big misnomer. People think, well, my car sits, nothing's going on. Maybe well, I got a couple here's of Here's what I would think would be the best. You should do it when you get, let's say you come into town, you fly in January, right after the holidays. You, your car's here, right? Right. Do the oil change right away. And then before you leave, do it again. No, I'm saying just get an Uber for the three months. <laughs> 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 well, it could cost you some money. I had to check on the Canadian loony because. I, uh, I just did. In French, the currency am I right? is called Le Dollar. Am I no, right? No, you're wrong. Am I, no, wait. It's Canadian loony. Oh, yeah. Why is the Canadian dollar called the loony? You're right. There is one. All right. Let me clap my, myself here. Okay. Canadian $1 coin. <laughs> it's $1 coin is called the loony. Uh, so I the paper something. dollar is Le Dollar. All right, there you have it. See, you guys are getting an education. <laughs> Lay dollar. And, and we did not use Wikipedia. Aren't you proud of us here? We got to take a break. Yeah, we got the uh, Wally Cahill new car review. Uh, you guys want to stay tuned because uh, Wally's got some interesting facts. He drove this car for quite some time, as he always does. And uh, we're going to try to save you some money and get you a new car review on this hybrid next. And we'll have lots of loonies for you coming up next year on Wrench Nation. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. All right, so what does the W stand for in 10W30? Is it water? Water. Not water? Don't put water oh in your gosh. oil. Put oh, a hole. Don't put, do that. Put a whole lot of mechanics out of yeah. business right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you keep them busy for a while. Yeah. Is it waste? Waste. No, no, no. no. Well, most people think it's uh, it's weight. But it's yeah, not. That's, I, that's what yeah. I thought it was. So, to be honest with you, that's what I thought. I thought it was sort, 30 sort weight of what oil. it is, though. Like 30 it weight is. oil. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to get too technical. Just know, uh, Mr. Bowdrin with the car shops and house, what does that W stand for? Winter. And I'm in winter. Arizona. Winter. What? Like We're Phoenix, in Arizona. We don't care about winter. Do Why we? winter? It's basically the breakdown between temperature, out, outside temperature, how thick the oil is. Yeah. The lower the number, the thinner the oil. Right. So when you see a 5W30, it's it's... It's 30 weight when your car is first started, when everything's cold. And as it heats up, it thins out to a five weight so we can get into all those special oh, places. Wow. You know what, man? We, I would, it'd be like, we rec we're recording this, so yeah. I'm going to actually, we need to get you on Wikipedia. That was perfect explanation. That was very right good, there. yeah. Wikipedia. Chris's picture. As I warm up, I thin out too. <laughs> hey, uh, do you have a Wikipedia profile? <laughs> Not yet. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle is listening. Michelle, you ain't too busy. Start a profile for Chris Baldrin or the car shop. But, yeah, that's what it means. But more importantly, let's get down to brass taxes because this is another area. Maybe that's not too important for folks. You want to leave it up to, up to the professional to guide you there. A lot of question about full synthetic, semi-synthetic. We're going to talk about these quick lubes and the benefits, the pros and cons. Um, when, I mean, like, follow the owner's manual is always a good guide. That's always the best thing to do. I think um, so, yeah. There, there's a lot of 
not a lot. There's places out there that are using recycled oil in car. Oh. Which is kind of every weight blended together. Is that added, bad? Is that bad? Filters back in. I mean, recycle uh, sounds bad. Well, not really. It, it's it's usable, but okay. with, with cars, the weight of the oil is so so specific these days. Everything out there has variable valve timing, oh. and that all relies on oil pressure. Up to the top end, people. And Absolutely. having the correct oil grade in your car is the most important thing. I say a circulatory now, system, now, right? Now Similar. Synthetic Blood oils are, are yeah. you know, they're necessary in a lot of cars. A lot of high-performance cars, a lot of European cars, they use very tight tolerances. That's why they require a full synthetic oil. Right. Putting a full synthetic oil in a car that doesn't require it isn't going to hurt anything, but it's it's much akin to running premium gasoline in that in your Honda all the time. You know, Gosh, new, I, new cars we have to use a zero twenty, which is all a full synthetic. And they're getting thinner. Comes. They're getting thinner. Oh, they're going these. to seven weight, and yeah. yeah, they're getting very exotic with with exotic. what they're using. You heard it first, exotic right here on Wrench Nation. Uh, so um, the thing about it is with the full synthetic, semi synthetic. Do you think there's a few garages out there they consider that? Uh, an upsell? A lot of garages consider an upsell. I yeah. try to downsell people when they come in asking for a I full love synthetic that. and they don't call for it. Right. And then we have the old adage, the standard oil. And in this oh, day organic, and age, organic. No man-made addition correct. to the and blend. I don't even have standard oil in my shop. I don't the, keep the, organic. The lowest grade oil I have is a semi-synthetic because you yeah. get a little better protection. You get a little longevity. And, hey, we're in the desert heat, man. 115, 120-degree days are coming. Yeah. yeah. The blend is important, Not too people. soon, please. The blend is important, but, man, stay timely. I've had folks come in where, uh, you know, once every 15 months they seem to think it's okay because they bought a specific brand of oil um, for an average car. We're not talking Corvette. You guys know that manufacturing some of the high-end performing vehicles, they say Mobile One. I'm saying go with what the manufacturer says. There's Correct. a reason for it. Yeah, they did a some lot of it, research and development. Yeah, some of point. you may have said... Well, it's like the Pirelli tire. They made that specific for the Dodge. Yes, uh, for the Hellcat. Not the Demon, the Hellcat. Yep. There's a reason for that. Yeah, there's a relationship. So just understand how often you get your oil change is just important. Don't delay, I've got this added, well, I've got full synthetic. It'll take care of me. You know, you got to be careful with that. Follow that owner's manual. We want to get in the new car review with Wally Cahill. Uh, what do we got this week, Wally? Tell the people. Hey. A 2018 Honda Hybrid. Now, we're going to do a little play on words here. Okay. <laughs> Woo! <I'm gonna> try, <laughs> all right, I'm going to try to throw you off. All right, go ahead. Okay, so what So what we got here, the hybrid's a mystery. You know, ever since the Prius came out, everybody's like, okay, so you come out, you got the Prius, it costs a lot of money. Is it worth it? You know, it takes you five to seven years to recoup that value. Yeah, there's some truth to that. People okay. were like, hey, this got good gas mileage, a little funny looking. We'll, yeah. go, we'll go for it. Right. But we're going to bring some clarity to the whole situation oh, here. Oh, look at your segue. Yeah, oh, there man. you go. Oh. The Honda clarity is what we're talking about here. And, folks, I can honestly say in my 61 years I've been on this earth, I have never driven a Honda hybrid that I didn't like. Is that a win for you? Yes. Okay. This, this also was the first Honda hy Hybrid I've ever driven. All right, tell us. <laughs> yeah. you, you enjoyed this one. Yes. Surprisingly, we, we talked about uh, another make, the Toyota uh, Hybrid, a couple weeks sure. ago. And the brakes feeling funny because they yeah. regenerate. So the, the modulation was weird on it. Didn't have that on this Hybrid. The seats, man, they were comfortable. Myself and, and my pal Lumpius Omidius, 
uh, came in from California. <laughs> oh, we got to get Lumpy on the Lumpy show. Is a minimus. Yeah. Lump, yeah. No, remember Lumpy? He brought up Lumpy. If Lumpy is in a car, yeah. that's the ultimate test. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's and, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the cabin air filter. Right. Glove Man, box. It, it, no, it, oh. it, it kicked butt on Lump. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't understand. Lump's pretty whiffy. Oh, loves oh. pretty whiffy. So what you're saying is it's got a I don't know decent. What the hell he's saying? No, what what he's saying is that Lumpy, part of Lumpy's deal, what he brings to the table, which needs to be tested, yeah. is that Uncle Louie that's got some odor. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, And what right. you're saying is how well this HEPA filtration system oh. handles. That's the Lumpy factor. That, that's right. That's, that's right. And it exceeded the Lumpy factor. All was right. the volume of air good on that? Yes, some people it was. complain about that. No, no. So it's good. It, it it was good. Um, if there was anything that it was a little lacking in, it was the temperature of the heated seats. All right. But that was very minimal because I drove this thing around. First of all, it's a plug-in hybrid. Tell, well, tell the people about that. Yes. Do we have to work for that? I mean, does that work for us? No. Pretty easy? Yes. Tell us about that. Plug it into your garage. Plug it into the car. 110. Wow. It's like a curling iron for you women. You know, I mean, just plug it in. That's all you got to do. Well, I use a curling iron once in a while. Yeah, it looks like it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you come out in the morning, you unplug the car. It's simple. Yeah. A lot of people are fearful of that. They say, oh, I got too much involvement. This is plug in. It's easy. This this is plug in. It was easy. Went 47 miles on total electric before it transitioned to the 1.5 liter motor. Can Uh, you transition manually? Can you? Okay. Is that a down? Um. Well, when you say, can you transition? Yes, Automat- you, yeah, can I transition? Yeah, yes, you can. There's okay. an electric feature. Okay. There's a hybrid feature, and these are buttons. And All there's right. a sport button that gives it a little bit of extra juice. Everything's and, got sport these yeah, days. You can't right. have a car without sport. Right, but combined, that little 1.5 yeah. motor with the electric gives you 212 horsepower. You had Zippy. another slick feature. Chris, this thing, tell us about the rearview mirror and that see-through pain in the back yes what is up with that tell us about that you know what you can see all the way through the trunk and out the back that's Um, a little different yes why did they do that uh because the the back window is at such an angle that that visibility yeah visibility (laughs) gives you a little bit of extra and if you got your kids in the trunk you can see what's going on with them too. (laughs) oh boy that's why you should keep all your kids the other thing don't don't do that so this uh again a 2018 honda clarity uh, some other neat features that uh, we had mentioned uh, between the break was that they're really thinking about everything around your smartphone and yes. nav system. Yep, nav system. and in, in fact, nav system, Apple CarPlay, Android CarPlay, whatever it's called. You know, it's, it's the Android thing. Yeah. So, so you've got that. Honda Sensing, you've got adaptive cruise control. I like that. Yeah, collision mitigation, which frankly was a little bit sensitive for my driving style. Okay. Uh, you know, meaning I was getting in there a little bit too close to the people and it was putting on the brakes for me. You're always fast, man. This ain't a go-kart with turbo on it, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, All right, it yeah, is. So you yeah. liked it. Who yes. would buy it? Who would be a candidate for this car? Me. Any, oh, anybody. Wow. Anybody. Really? So, you liked it that fr- much? Yes. Fr- frankly, what you have here is a five-passenger vehicle, comfortable. We didn't even talk about the mileage. I drove 420 miles on this thing, went to fill it up with gas, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's going to be a 20-gallon tank, seven-gallon tank. It took 6.3 gallons for 420 miles. Wow. Amazing. Yes, 65.9 miles. You're almost in San Diego. Yeah. No, that's that's some value there. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So So I'm, I'm sold. 
You're I'm sold. sold. Well, it's it's practical. Don't be fearful of the hybrid is what I'm hearing about no, this no, car. No, not at all. Lots not of accoutrements. All. You can see squirrels behind you through that see-through paint. How much and where? You did the shoppity shop on this one. Excellent. Yeah, I'll tell you. $36,600. That's the touring edition. Yep. That, that's a double throw me down. $37,490 as tested. Now, here comes the, the little canter to it that you're going to like, too. $7,500 tax rebate Wow! for Uncle, Uncle Sam for nice. buying a hybrid. So now we're talking thirty grand for this car. You our, know, our tax dollars are seeming to work right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and Superstition Springs Honda. Very good. You know, out All on right. the 60 there. Yep. Um, didn't have really good deals. It's a brand new model. There's not a lot of smoking deals. Sure. But they offer some really, really, really low financing. Okay. All right. A test driver that. See if you like that yeah, one. Yeah, while he goes out and shops to see who can give you the best deal on it. I that's like where he the, found I it. I liked it. He said he put $6.50. He filled it up. That yes. is like, yes. Exactly. Yes. that's crazy. That's yes. like a go-kart stuff. They should like give that. you a $100 gas card. You're good for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. All right, people. This is coming out of our friends Autoblog. What's wrong with this situation a naked man on an atv leads kansas city police on a wrong way interstate chase now you people leading police on uh, these wild goose chases maybe you're not wearing a helmet and you think you're big old bad and bold this dude no helmet and naked can you believe it that is a weird weird automotive news and it definitely is a weird automotive this week if you're going to leave police, well, first off, don't leave police on the chase, you morons. No, never. Was and he wearing boots? I don't know. He was wearing nothing. It's terrible. You can catch the rest of that story on our <laughs> friends nothing. there, autoblog.com, and that's your weird automotive news. Thank you to Chris from the car shop in Gilbert. Appreciate you being a guest today. Yeah, you guys hey, rock. thanks for having me. Yeah, a lot Chris, of fun. we really appreciate you. We'll get you back on the show. Uh, Wally Cahill, thank you so much for uh, your new car review. We'll try to get a video. Wally, wanna do, Wally and I have been trying to work the video on Facebook, guys. Yeah. Maybe take you in the garage and get closer to these cars. So as we tell you every week, uh, get on iTunes and tell us your show topics. Uh, Let us know what you think of the show. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Hey, all you Facebook maniacs, thank you so much. I think we're 4,000 folks on Facebook. Wow, that's awesome. You know, thank you guys. And if you're catching us on the replay every Sunday, we upload that to iTunes. You can catch the show. And as I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.